welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. And we're men. <laughs> yeah. We're gentlemen. Okay. Or at least we're going to learn how to be more of, uh, yeah. of that. We found another. We did a couple lists this episode. We got another one from uh, Chelsea Fagan, who we, that she did the, wrote the list we did before of uh, how to be a gentleman or how to be a man. This one was things gentlemen should never do. We go through that list. We basically agree with most of it. We have like little nitpicky qualms with it. We mm-hmm. talk about them. And then we do a fashion list fall preview. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these two lists, we'll tell you right. I'll put them in the, in the description for the episode uh, on SoundCloud so you'll know where to find them. Uh, but the first thing, the first one we go through is uh, 17 Things That a Modern Gentleman Would Never Do by Chelsea Fagan. And that can be found on thoughtcatalog.com. Um, the second one is uh, the 14 trends you need to know for next season that is on the British GQ that is gq-magazine.co.uk you can find that there Um, and we kind of go through each and every one and talk about how whether we agree disagree and what we feel Um, and also let us know how you guys feel so if you agree with some stuff if you think some stuff was left out uh, tweet at us uh, Send us emails I'm contact at NickYousef.com Kevin Tweet at me at Kevin G. Christie Boom um, We'll keep this intro Short and sweet um, I'm currently In New York City Right now uh, uh, Doing a bunch of shows at, uh, I'm at Gotham The Stand Stand Up New York And The Laughing Devil And probably a couple Other places All that information Can be found On my website NickYousef.com uh, under gigs you can see where I'll be playing and I'll be tweeting about it as well so if you live out in New York um, come see a show come say hi let's hang out let's I don't know teach me about New York <laughs> I've been there many years um, Kevin uh, I'm at the store and continue watching me on Masters of Sex please. when does that air Sundays at 10 o'clock Eastern and 10 o'clock Western Sunday at 10. You're not doing anything better, you guys. You're at home. You know it. Don't lie to us. Or record it. Uh, Support me. If you do have a life, do that. And then watch it. Or just fucking record it. I'm sure it helps, right? Yeah. No, they they gauge both numbers. Yeah. Record it. Watch it in a month. Yep. Whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. There you have it. Uh, Enjoy this episode. This was fun. Every once in a while, we sit there and go... Uh, wait, are we doing this man thing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Let's look up some lists and see how we're fucking up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we did it and it was fun. We learned a couple things um, of what to do and what not to do. Yeah. So enjoy this episode. We enjoyed making it. We love you. Goodbye. Give me something good. Give me something good. Give me something. Give me something good. Give me something good. Say, did we you're recording? Yeah, we I've never, I never drink plain black coffee ever because yeah. it my head it tastes shitty and this doesn't taste shitty to me. Yeah, it's still like a there's still a bitterness I don't love, but I can easily drink it. Why? <laughs> Why? Why is it better? <laughs> because of the way the kind of beans do you uh, measure, you measure how much you because everything I make, even at home, tastes like total shit. Yeah, now, to be fair, I'm probably doing it wrong. Probably. We're using a French press. No, I'm not. Oh, you stopped doing that. No, I put it in a machine, a normal coffee maker machine. 
Oh, okay. That's wrong also? No, no, that's not like wrong, but there's certain methods. Yeah, I see pictures. I see pictures on Tumblr with the paper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certain methods produce different like, you know, flavors and 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 all that. Talk to me about cost. <laughs> oh, cost is like okay, so for any, you can get a pound or a half pound or whatever of coffee be, like whole beans. Right. You have a grinder of some kind here? No, but at so the times I've bought it, I had them grind it. Most places okay, that yeah. I bought it from, they'll grind it for you right there. That's fine, too, especially if you drink it every day. You'd go through it in a yeah. week anyway. It, w- it would never get a chance to get stale. But right. like serious coffee people are like, no, you get the whole beans and you grind it right before you put it in the filter. <laughs> Calm for down. Maximum, like, those Nerds. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I am one of those people. <laughs> well, look. I, I get the hobby. whole beans. Yeah. But... um. Say so anywhere from like fourteen to eighteen dollars. Yeah. Um, but if you're paying like this, you go to those types of coffee shops. You pay three or four dollars a cup of coffee. You're saving money by buying it and making it at home. Now, have you factored in? Oh, you don't put anything in it, so that takes no. away that cost. I would probably put something in it, half and half or something. Yeah, you could put like a drop of. Whatever. So that's like three bucks. You probably get ten probably get more than that you probably get 15 cups of coffee out of that but still you're saving a lot of money do you put a lot of milk in your coffee no not a lot um yeah that 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 cost is kind of negative have you actually sat down and figured out what you spend on coffee a month um not really just because it's one of those things you don't how often do you buy a bag every two weeks really yeah that's a long time because I, I, I mean, cause sometimes I don't make it at home. I'll be out and about. I'm like, oh, I need coffee. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll stop and get a cup. And some of the places I go, they give it to me for free. Oh. Because I'm special. Because you're special. Um, <laughs> so then it's just hard to actually figure out the numbers. Because I get an alarming amount of coffee for free. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You've never said that. What do you mean? You've never said that. Oh, I get it for free. Well, sometimes. Okay. From a, a, do you want to say where? Or do you feel like no? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but it does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it's hard to factor in exactly how much. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I'll go four or five days where I or I won't go out to get coffee at all. I'll just make it at home. And then like two or three days where I'm like, I don't have time. I'll grab a cup on the way to wherever I'm going. I think one of my problems is I have I don't. I a lot of times need an excuse to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And coffee is that? Excuse? Yeah, it kind it really kind of is. You still like that Cafe Vita place, right? I Vita. do. Um, I kind of don't like. I will say that Caldi place. They actually have a genuine large. Where the one thing I don't like about kind of nicer coffee places is they don't have a large. Which I get it. Starbucks is garbage. There's like too much. There's a reason they give you so much or whatever. But at the same time, if I, I don't like paying the same amount of money I spend at Starbucks on what feels like a medium someplace else. Right. You know what I mean? It's just like less it's less matter I'm paying. I, I, I don't like it. They're giving you those nicer places, there there's way more uh caffeine in, in the coffee that they're making. So twelve ounces is like plenty of caffeine. I mean possibly, yeah. Versus like if you got 20 ounces worth of the coffee they're making at those nights, you would go, your heart would explode. I really want to know how they gauge the amount of ca- caffeine in things. Like, so the longer the 
water is filtering through the, the, the coffee grounds, okay. the more caffeine you're getting out of it. Okay. So if the water just shoots right through, it'll, it doesn't absorb any of the... Caffeine. The, cof- the coffee and the caffeine as a result. So the longer it sits in there... The more, but then you you can go overboard, obviously, because then the flavor will be it'll be too bitter. Right. Like if you just like if you're making a French press, let's say, you put it in there and you left it in there for 15 minutes. Do you imagine how bitter? Yeah, it'd be super strong. You couldn't even drink it. Okay. But the longer it is in there, the more of the, you know, coffee it will absorb and therefore caffeine because that's what's you know in it. Okay. So So when you're doing these pour over style drinks with the kettle you know going have you ever Through seen the paper that? yeah yeah yeah. so those jars look cool <laughs> the fucking yeah the, like they're shaped like a hourglass yeah yeah they do look cool they look cool so then the longer you're filtering the water like the, they they put a certain amount of coffee beans like ground coffee grounds in that cone right so the more coffee that's in there the more caffeinated it's going to be. They do it by grams. So I'll do like 20 or something, 22. Okay. Some places do like 28 or 30, which is a lot of coffee. And they're filtering this water through, and a pour-over coffee takes about four minutes to make. Uh-huh. So imagine filtering water through for about four minutes in 30 or 32 grams of coffee versus 20. Like, you're getting way more fucking caffeine. Yeah. Sometimes you can feel it halfway through a cup. You're just like, there's a lot yeah, of Yeah, it really, like, uh, you know, it happens. Yeah. Um, so it just depends on the place. And then you watch some of these guys make it, and they're just fucking pouring water in this thing. They're not even paying attention. And they'll, like, on the last round of, like, pouring, they'll, they'll, they'll pour the water in. And then they'll go, like, make someone else's drink, and then they'll leave it in there. And you're like, well, that's going to taste bitter, not as good. Yeah. So some of these places, it's not worth paying three bucks for a cup of coffee because they're not going to make it right. It's very delicate. It's a very delicate situation. Yeah. And when you learn how to make it at home, it's like, it's great. It saves money and it, you can control the way it tastes. I think if I learn how to leave the house more often in other <laughs> ways, this will be a thing. It'll be a be- it'll be better for me. All right, that's enough. You got you got your, your special coffee portion. <laughs> you wanted to bring it up. <laughs> well, it did taste better, and I, you know, I actually thought we should, you know, because I am wasting so much money on going to Starbucks every day, like so much fucking money, two cable bills basically, wow. with with internet. What do, what do you get when you go there again? I don't want to say it, but it's embarrassingly oh, long. It's just an uh, it's a soy latte with four shots of espresso, which. At this point, a Starbucks comes in at eleven dollars. No, I'm just kidding. But it might as well be. It's a it's a fucking ripoff. It's probably heading towards five bucks. It's over five bucks. So you spend more money on a cup of coffee than me. Oh yeah, for sure. That's I always hilarious. have. No, because regular coffee is way cheaper than anything that involves a latte. Well, I mean, when I go to these coffee places, like a cup of black coffee, right? Twelve ounce is like three or four dollars yeah i mean that's more than regular starbucks but it get you know it's the regular coffee is way better it's funny people always cite that as the example they go that's so much money to spend on coffee starbucks like a buck 85 i'm like but who the fuck's ever getting regular coffee at a starbucks i, I a lot of people i see get regular coffee there but uh yeah i don't know most uh, it's like a combination most of the people i see there get like the coffee slurpee What's you know, that? a frappuccino. Oh, you know, yeah, just yeah. basically like a, a, sh- a gi- an adult Slurpee, yeah. and then or just coffee. That's what I see a lot of. 
Okay, we're done with that. We're gonna do. We're gonna read a list. This is from the same uh, we have a couple lists. Yeah, we have a couple lists. Yeah, you're right. The theme, I guess, is like uh, dude stuff. Yeah, dude stuff. <laughs> so we did a list a while back uh, about things that a man, sh- gentleman, should do or something. Yeah, and we found we just kind of stumbled onto it, and it was written by this girl Chelsea Fagan. Yeah. Uh, and then we're like, she's cool. We started following her on Twitter and yep. kind of keeping it She writes for thoughtcatalog.com, which has tons of cool articles. And then, Kevin, you just found another list. I looked, I went to Thought Catalog and I looked at a lot of stuff and I found that I find Chelsea's lists better. I just, I like the way she writes better than some of the other stuff on there. So we're going to go through one of her lists again. This is 17 things that a modern gentleman would never do. Well, let's also say that this is a two part episode. Yeah. In case people are like, holy shit, a whole hour of another. <laughs> we have the second part. We're doing like a fall. Fall fashion preview. Fall fashion <laughs> ma- men's clothing. Men's fall fashion preview. Yeah. Fun looks for fall. So we're going to go through like a list uh, that we found on GQ, your, the UK edition. So yeah. The uh, UK people are doing it right. They go, yeah. They go for it. So there's some crazy shit on this list, and we're just going to go through, like, obviously some of it's super high fashion stuff that we would never even wear. Yeah. But we're going to go through what's, what looks like is going to be cool in the fall. Okay. And what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Well, let's start with Chelsea's list. Let me find it. There we go. All right. 17 things that a modern gel- gentleman would never do. I should be able to say gentleman <laughs> if we're going to be talking about. Number one A is being able to say gentleman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one is safe females. In pretty much any context other than biology class, no modern gentleman talks about how females are all X or Y or how he just doesn't understand females. He talks about women just as he would talk about men. I agree with that. And it's pretty dumb to anytime you like make a sweeping broad generalization, it's you're you're on your way to being wrong. Well, I don't think it's about the generalizations. It's about calling women females as opposed to women. So you think it's about she finds it insultingly what i don't know it says a, a man should never say female in pretty much any other outside of biology class no modern gentleman talks about how females are all x or y or how he doesn't understand females he talks about women just as he would talk about men this is a pretty specific distinction to me because yeah i mean you could you could say women are all x or y and be generalizing too i just think her problem is the word saying Females, like it's like you're treating them as a specimen. I guess if someone was calling me a male, I'd be like, "What are we, What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> like, think about males. Is I'd be like, "What? What do you mean? You mean yeah. dudes?" Males are like the. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, are we watching the National Geographic? <laughs> yeah, you feel like it sounds like you're talking about a salamander. The only people I ever hear talk about women or or talk, call them females instead of women or ladies or girls are like broy guys that are like. They haven't gotten comfortable saying women yet. Yeah. Because that's like, that's like a teacher or a mom. I'm going to call them females. Look at these females over here. Yeah. I only hear the word female when it's referred to as a female comedian. Right, right. I hear that. I get, I uh, honestly, I get a little bit, when I feel myself saying women, I get a little sense of nervousness because I think like. I'm about to make a generalization. I could get in some trouble here. Oh, you go. Well, women are like. <laughs> yeah, I'm you know, like. Oh uh, yeah, like you what? feel it coming out of your mouth. Your voice starts to go up. You're like women. And then yeah. You're like, uh oh. Uh oh. What do they try? Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, what exactly do you mean? Like you just hear it. it it's like I'm asking for mm-hmm. a sarcastic tone in return. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I never. Uh, I always say women. Some, you know what? Sometimes I say girls. I'm like, you know, girls. Girls like to. Girls like to go shopping together. Yeah. I don't think there's a problem with that, really. Yeah. Because um, a lot of girls, and I find it kind of weird. They, you know, how they call men boys, like an adult woman. Yeah. Would be like, well, I've met, I met a boy. And it's like, yeah. Aren't you like 30? Yeah. Shouldn't you be calling them men? There's something about it in the beginning stages that's like cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I met a boy. That's like, because it, it, cause there is something about the beginning stages of meeting someone that's still so high school. Of course. Or junior high and high school that it's actually, that's part of the fun. But it is like, like the girls, fun part. When girls regularly call men boys. Yeah. It's almost like, like an adult woman. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a, maybe some girls listen to me call women girls and think the same thing. Like, yeah, look at these girls. Or I met this girl. They're like, why don't you call them? You're a man. You date women. Why don't you call them women? Maybe it's the same thing. Yeah, it's like that that part in that Julia Roberts movie when she's like, "I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy, asking her to love, asking him to love her." It's what? like, I think it's Notting Hill, I uh. believe. And it's there is something about that, like there is such a base level high school, elementary school crush thing when you when you meet someone new. It's there's it's you're not like it doesn't get like more adult in that first beginning stage. It's still yeah. like giggly and you're nervous and you're like waiting for a text message. Right. So I think there's something cute about that. I'm like maybe still of the mindset that like girls are fun, women are serious. Yeah, I guess. Maybe, yeah. And maybe girls think that like boys are fun. It's like, yeah, fun, go to the beach. Yeah. Date time. And then men are like. That's my serious boyfriend that I'm dating. I, yeah. a woman, am now dating this man. Let's go steady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Uh, number two is text a girl the words, hey, you up. This is obvious as shit. No. No, we are not up. No, we are not <laughs> interested in answering your six-letter text message at 12.37 a.m. Nothing good has ever come from this text. It's never been, hey, you up. Well, anyway, I love you. I really <laughs> like to meet my parents for breakfast in seven hours. Because they are coming to town. Let's make this a real thing. Also, I bought you a new dress. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Pretty sure it's true. Um, yeah. But also, no. It depends on what... Again, I, in the begin. You know what I was thinking about the other day? In the beginning stages of a relationship, when you first meet someone, a lot of what would be considered fucking... M- like misogynist or like weird behavior kind of goes out the window in the beginning because there's a lot of like old-fashioned shit that you do it's like people want to be courted you see that a lot like uh like i told you with my fake tinder it's a lot of like i see a lot of like treat me like a lady do this thing which it a lot of times flies in the face of being i don't know modern and forward thinking but in the beginning it's things are a little different because it's it's just there's a lot more energy flying around and since you like a person it i think things tend have a tendency to like fall into a separate category like oh we like each other we're playing that game in the beginning because the very beginning there is a bit of gamesmanship so like I I, i don't think this has to do with with dating no it's not hey you up is like but this doesn't make the distinction between a full on booty call or just like if you just met a girl she's just saying don't ever do it yeah, she said, I'm not sure. But I think in the very beginning, if you just meet a girl, it's like the first couple of weeks, and like you're so fired up, it's one in the morning and you can't sleep, yeah. you just want to hang out with her, like, hey, do you want to meet at a diner? Like, that's sort of exciting. So I guess it's saying, 
17 things a modern gentleman would ne- like a a modern gentleman would never even even if it was he if he wanted to just get laid yeah he would never do that i think like, i think in the, the the sense of like hey i just want to get laid i agree with that but i think there's something kind of cool about like when you first start hanging out with someone you want to hang out with them so much yeah. where it's like even though you're like hey are you awake do you want to just like meet somewhere and hang out and that's not necessarily like a booty call thing but i think like in that early those early those early weeks are so kind of exciting i think that's what she's saying in this though is that never i don't know i don't yeah, know if no, i i mean a modern gentleman wouldn't do this because we're not an, we're not interested in answering your text six letter text message at 12:37 in the morning nothing good has come from this it's never it's never because you're about to tell us you love us or you want to say hey meet my parents for breakfast and all this other stuff it's yeah. guys only do it cuz they're like hey you up i want to i want yeah i would imagine the the lion's share of texts from hey are you up aren't i want to just hang out with you it's let's yeah, or let's hey, smash I was just thinking about you let's smash no yeah it's fucking cheesy it's like i don't know yeah but it's, i mean i don't know this modern gentleman angle is like I mean, it makes it makes sense, and if like if you are interested in this girl, like for real, yeah, then you w- I wouldn't do that. I would never yeah. be like, hey, you up? Because that just implies I'm just trying to get I'm trying to fuck right now. I think past a certain age, I mean, I find myself less inclined to want to just hook up with girls. Yeah, I kind of don't. I kind of literally, I actually literally don't want to do that anymore. But I the rem- younger generation. Yeah. That's all they're doing now. Like, yeah, I've read all these articles on like the hookup culture. The hookup like, culture. That's, they're just, that's just what they're doing, and and it, there's no shame really as much. Right. Ta- they're just like, no, sometimes. Yeah. You want to get laid? Boom, go on Tinder. Boom, go on fucking Blender, Grinder, yeah. whatever. Er, <laughs> anything that ends with an er is like yeah. you're about to fuck. I find that just. I mean, maybe it's because I worry too much. I find I find that just not. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> I end up feeling guilty or like I, you know, I end up, I, I have too much of a sense of responsibility a lot of the time. Yeah. And I look, I look at the instances I have done that as more or less mistakes. You and I are about to have a problem with the next one. <laughs> Number three is do a side part with the shaved sides. The Macklemore is not a cut of a gentleman. The Macklemore is the cut of a man who starts a song about Ireland with I'm an Irishman, even though he is from Seattle. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't, does Matt is Macklemore's like super aggressive? It's pretty. There's no. It's not. Even is it a, more aggressive than what you have on your head right now? Yeah, this is still like a. There's a fade. <laughs> this is a, this is called a high and tight. It's not called. It's not called. I shaved the side of my head and then left the the rest alone. There's like a method to this. It is pretty youthful. Your your uh, hairstyle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like. You you don't look like a thirty five year old man. Like it'd be hard to imagine you having that haircut if you had a like a job on Wall Street. What's funny is that this is a like traditional haircut that has been adopted by yeah. It's a nineteen fifties haircut, but then for sure what the younger people have done is gone way more extreme with like yeah. Let's just shave it starting right. here and then like look up Mac, Mac however the fuck yeah. Name. No, I've seen it's it's more of like a line. It's not a fade. Yeah, it's just like a chunk. It's almost it's a like chunk a mohawk, on top. like a thick mohawk that was combed over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, what's funny too is that this is about how a gentleman wouldn't do it, but this that haircut is wildly popular among women. 
The amount of it women is? I've seen with this, the side of their head oh. shaved, it's like every other chick has that now. Oh, okay. I don't. I. I mean, I wonder if this is a product like of if like Hillary Clinton's doing it. There's a problem. No. <laughs> but like, I wonder if maybe where Chelsea lives in New York, she just sees way too much of it. Yeah, maybe. If you're in Brooklyn, this haircut is up in your grill. I'm. I'm gonna be finding out. Right I mean, I see people make fun of it in L.A. Just and you can tell where they live. They live in Silver Lake Echo Park, where oh, they're like, no. "Hey, enough of the high and tight." When I say no, not enough, because I love it because it's easy to get and oh, I don't yeah. have to think about it. And it's like it's easy to manage as it's growing out. Yeah, because it like mm-hmm. it's so short that it, after a month it's still short enough to comb and not have it look like whoa, somebody's a haircut. Yeah, I mean Chelsea, big fan, but we don't have a lot of haircut options. This yeah. <laughs> we like there's three styles for us to pick, and this is better than like parted down the middle bangs Dawson. We could have some really shitty hairstyles. Yeah, I mean the Macklemore that end of the spectrum is a little much it's it makes me think you're a dj or you're it's a it's a very when it's too long it just looks disorganized yeah it's i don't know number four send a dick pic this is i mean guys they have specifically gotten all caps all caps (laughs) unless they have specifically gotten a request for a dick pic no one wants your dick pic there are many alternatives for a sexy pic to get the girl interested and at the top of this list is the casual shot of you in a suit the suit selfie is the gentleman's dick pic. Just look at Diplo. He is an eighth grade. He's at an eighth grade reading level at best. Apparently, so am I today. I can't say the word gentleman. <laughs> I can't say eighth grade. <laughs> and here he is, transformed from tank top bro into international man of mystery. The only problem I have with this photo is someone else took it. So you're like, hey, take a picture of me in a suit. <laughs> Yeah, so I can send it to this not you person. I've been asked to send a dick pic in my life, and I flatly said no. Oh yeah, I've, I've not. It's done. not no, no. <laughs> Just I've had, no. A couple of dudes are like, you've never sent one. I'm like, no. Like, well, how? what how, <laughs> no. how are you getting late? And I'm like, okay. First of all, how did we all do it before everyone had an iPhone <laughs> yeah. and a Droid? Yeah. It's not like we've been sending dick pictures since the '90s. Or yeah. Whatever. You just do it without it. Just go. If no. if if getting late is contingent on a dick pic, that means the girl's like, okay, you suck, but do you have a dope dick? Yeah. Let me see a pic. Hold it next to something so I can judge the size. It's like see it in person. Yeah. Take or, a risk. Yeah. But I agree. The suit pic is pretty solid. The suit pic is nice. I've never met a woman in my life that doesn't like a woman in a suit. A man in a suit. In my I life. Would, I think it would just be a funny response if a girl's like yeah send me a dick pic you're like i'm gonna send you something real hot and yeah she goes, yeah 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 and then you just send a picture of you in a suit i i think alternatives to the tradi- like I, a friend of mine told me <coughs> he once texted a girl like send me a sexy pic mm-hmm. and she sent a close-up of her just mouth and it was the and he showed it to me it was one of the hottest things i've ever seen oh, that's cool it was way hotter than like a, a an anatomical set like genital pic yeah. by far it was the, like, hey, this lady was a damn good photographer, right. and she knew what to. It, like, it was so hot. It was just way. I don't know. It was way hotter. Literal's never as sexy as like figurative. Uh, number five, talk shit about a girl they used to sleep with, especially in any way related to the fact that she slept with them. If she's easy, you're just as easy, and no one wants to hear all your bitter lemons feelings about a girl that didn't work out. If you talk shit about her. What are you going to say about us? This is again. Ob- this is some. It's this is falls into like the very old notion of like a gentleman doesn't talk. Gentlemen, yeah, 
Don't kiss and tell. No, don't kiss and tell. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Everyone, you know what everyone I've ever slept with is? A very nice girl. Yeah. A very nice person. Big fan. Like, they were a great girl. You or know why? If they're not, you just don't, you, you don't talk about them. Yeah. You criticize them by omission. You yeah. You say nothing. You know why every girl that slept with me is a great girl? Because she slept with me. Yeah, because she agreed <laughs> so For real. She had way more than one option. I was. Ne- there's no way I was the only option for any of the women I have been lucky enough to sleep with. So they are a damn, a damn nice girl. And you just sound like a fucking asshole. Yeah, you don't. Uh, and the, the girls in your you know, social circle and stuff respect that more. Yeah, if you're not like, hey, I fucked so and so. Here's what she's like in bed, and I've heard guys go like, yeah, well, you know, she's an adult. She decided to sleep with you. It's like that's that's what it is. No, and you know, she should be able to, you know, deal with people talking about it. It's like, yeah, but there, we still live in a society where women are treated as like, oh, she sleeps around, she's a slut. Yeah, there's Guy a double sleeps around. He's a slut. There's still that double standard. There's a double standard, but. And knowing that there's a certain level of responsibility for you as a man, if you're like, if you're going to go out like sleeping with girls, yeah. you can't run around being like, I banged her, I banged her, because yeah. you're gonna, Keep you're gonna help attach a stigma to yeah. her and her, you know. And she's just like, I'm just a girl who wants to like have sex every once in a while, and that's totally fine. Yeah. And it, you know, it, it's also immature to be like. I'm the notch on the bedpost guy. Dumb. Banged another chick. I'm going to go fucking tell everyone about it. I ran into our friend Alexi Wasser at an audition and she asked me about something. And I was just like, eh. Like, I just, I could have told her the things I knew and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And she literally was like, very cool that you did not yeah. gossip. And she, yeah. like, after the fact was like, and and then she does that like a uh, list a blind leading the blind. I saw one of them it was like don't gossip. It makes people think you can trust them. I think it was inspired by me. <laughs> but yeah, it makes you seem like a trustworthy person. Like yeah. that's a nice person. That's a, no, she's great. She's a good person. It, it you don't you don't seem like a person that thinks of gossip as currency cuz it's not. Uh, Number 6. You're going to agree with this one. A gentleman never would order his steak anything above medium. We did not defeat the English and earn our freedom. For you to eat rubbery ass steak, that is not a patriot steak. Fuck yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. get that shit. Medium rare to rare. Yeah, what's the point of ordering, going to a place to get it unless no idea. you? I've heard those people that just want it burnt as hell. You know what? Uh, someone told me. Uh, Neil told me this. Eating like charbroiled food is the <laughs> similar effect as like smoking. <laughs> Like, because really? you're e- it's the you know burnt aspects of things. Uh-huh. Bur- if you're eating burnt matter, it's a car- it's, it's just as carcinogenic. I don't know about that. I mean, you're eating like charcoal, essentially. Right. Like burnt pieces of things have the same like. Yeah, but when you're smoking a cigarette, you're not smoking the ash. Like smoke the- is tiny a- part. If you think about what smoke is, it's tiny, 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 tiny particles. It's just so light it floats. I've never gotten the feeling. That- no, but yeah, it's too small. But like it has, I don't, th- I don't think it feels the same. But I think on a health level, it has the same carcinogenic effect as like an. It's the same, you know, like inhaling pollution. Oh, I mean, they say that about all like cooked meat. Is yeah, that it's you know, mm-hmm. there's carcinogens and they're bad, they're cancer causing because of that. Like any, yeah. no matter on what level, it's yeah. like if their fire flames were, yeah, when you involve it. fire. Um, but yeah, eat a fuck. Don't go to a place and, or it. It makes it seem like you're a dummy or like a kid. Like burn it. Are you, yeah, it's like, what, what are, you are you afraid of? Yeah, what are you afraid of? It's a f- some fucking blood. I barely eat meat, and I know this. Oh, it's so much better. 
Yeah. Medium rare. Yeah, that's a, that's a no-brainer. And then it tastes different on top than it does in the middle. You get right. two different you're, tastes. You're almost eating two steaks. Yeah, you get the top taste and the middle taste. You're getting twice. Order if you want it to taste the same all the way through. Order a hamburger. Yeah, Dummy. even hamburger I get medium rare. That's true too. Even though they say it's not, that could be potentially unhealthy. You're already eating a hamburger. <laughs> well, because it's all ground beef, and then the, the 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 beef in the middle doesn't get cooked, and so it's potentially raw. As where a steak like gets cooked all the way. You know when you look at like a big, like a big, a bunch of raw ground beef, that yeah. shit looks good. <laughs> oh, it does. Like it. Lo- I want. I've, I've more than once in my life wanted to just eat raw ground beef. It looks good. Be, it does, but I'd be so afraid. But yeah. they do say that a medium rare, medium rare ground beef. It's dangerous. Is more potentially more dangerous than a medium rare steak. Okay, it just doesn't get cooked at all in the middle. Sometimes number seven, make fun of a girl for drinking girly drinks. Yeah, again, why are you making fun of things? Yeah, we're not. I mean, what are you going to do next? Punch her in the arm and run? <laughs> yeah, like, you're a nerd. Yeah, you're going to put gum in her hair. <laughs> I know. Yeah, first of all, they are delicious, and you're just jealous. You have to suffer through a neat whiskey while being in some gender wide competition for who can love whiskey the most. This okay. I'm super into this because, again, on my fake Tinder, I can't tell you how many people call themselves whiskey drinkers. Right. But this it just makes it seem like it's, it sounds tough. It contradicts the steak thing. Because it's like, what's wrong with you? Get a steak that's like a medium rare. And then it's the next one is like, hey, quit pretending you love whiskey. Okay, but dude, all right. You have taught yourself to love good whiskey. Or you don't drink anymore, but when you did... Fucking fruity drinks taste better. They taste Sometimes. like regular shit. I, but uh, to be absolutely honest with you, I prefer a good whiskey over like a sugary fruity drink. Not me, man. Stick a pineapple in there. Right. Fucking umbrella it up. There's I want some it places blue. that do it real well. There's that, yeah. that tiki tea bar in Silver Lake. I think we're make. I think we can make the assumption she's getting cool, high end girly drinks that are inventive and and good. She lives in New York. Right. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. This seems that one, yeah. Don't make that that making fun of someone's drink is like that's some like first date, fucking. You're just trying to like jostle for for who's in control, so you make fun of each other too much. <coughs> yeah, it's just like that shit talking you do in the beginning of anything, hanging out with someone. Yeah, it's that's like really immature. I mean, it's like if you have nothing better to say, like, oh, make fun of your drink for yeah. two minutes. It's cool like, umbrella. Yeah, it's like <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks for making me feel comfortable here on this date. Yeah. Uh, um, number eight, complain during a day of shopping. If you didn't want to go shopping, don't go. But a gentleman doesn't agree to go to the, on the trip and then spend the day bitching and making fun of how dumb girl stores are. I have spent in my life a lot of time mm-hmm. sitting on couches in women's clothing stores. I've Me pro- too. I've probably spent six months of my life on the couch at Anthropology. You know what's the best? I may have said this before. Is when you go into the J. Crew men's store mm-hmm. and you see the roles reversed. Oh. Where it's all the dudes walking. I've around never seen a girl sitting. Really? No. Oh, almost every time I go in there, it's like dudes looking at clothes and then <laughs> girls like sitting there on their phones and the chairs going. This sucks. There's no women's clothes in here. I will say the best thing about Anthropology was that they had coffee table books. Oh, and they right. have a lot of couches, so there wasn't a lot of competition for where to sit. Oh, so yeah. I would crack open a book, mm-hmm. and I was fine. Take your time. You know why I'm, I make a great boyfriend? Why? It's because I like going shopping. I like shopping. Girls. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to go here. I'm like, oh, perfect, because there's a couple stores I want to hit up, and I'll, I'll go watch you try on 
close. It, I would crush the Grove a lot back in the day, and yeah. I would look. You go, you go get your buzzer from whatever local <laughs> restaurant, yeah. and then in that thirty-minute waiting period, you pop by some stores. You just sit on the couch while they look at things. Yeah. You go, that's cute, and then you're a nice boy. I also like <laughs> if it's like if you're going to be dating the girl. There's certain things where you're like, you would look so hot in that. Maybe yeah. we can help each other. <laughs> what, what color yeah. it, should I get this dress in? Blue or red? It's like, I think you look great in red. You, you can almost like, it's like teamwork. Yeah, it's teamwork. Um, yeah, that seems an obvious one. Also, don't you shouldn't complain about anything you agreed to do, you, w- you puss. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen on a girl's shopping trip? It's going to take 20 minutes. Yeah. If you if you agree to go with a girl, oh, I gotta go to the mall and pick out a couple things. Get ready to be there for three hours. Yeah. And if you don't want to do it, like don't then don't go. Every mall's got a, a food court. <laughs> yeah. Or you can like split up and be like, okay, you know what? That store I know you're gonna be in there a while. There's yeah. literally nothing for me to do. You go there. I'm gonna go to Bose Audio or gonna, Brookstone. I'm gonna go to Foot Locker. J Crew. Yeah. Or the food court. Or I'm gonna smoke a cigarette. Or, whoa, shit, there's an in and out. I'll meet you there. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine. Take pride in not knowing how to iron, get their suits tailored, or gen- uh, be genuinely domestic about their appearance. Yeah, for real. I actually have been thinking about this a lot, where I'm tired of dudes who make fun of, like, hipster. I think that, the okay, hipster hate is as popular as ever. Oh, yeah. But I also feel like, they're, unless you're a legitimate dummy or you're so super broke, <coughs> there's no excuse for looking like shit. Mm-hmm. The, your ba- the internet is in your phone, or you can go. You can literally go to the library and look up. There's really no excuse for dressing poorly or looking like shit anymore. It doesn't take any real amount of extra time to do, and there are ways to do it inexpensively, easily. H and M clothes look just like J Crew clothes. They're not constructed as well. But like the- say simple things like wrinkles. Yeah. Like you could, if you're about to take, if your shirt's wrinkled. Yeah. Or a couple of them are. And you're about to take a shower, turn on the hot water. Yeah, bro. Throw the shirts on a hanger in the yep. bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it'll smooth that shit out. No problem. Or get the, the wrinkle spray thing. Yep. That'll, boom, done. Yeah. You already look 40% better. Men, it's like, it, there's, a, it, there's an odd, like aesthetically we're less appealing looking than women, period. So it's like, are you trying to make it worse? By also dressing like shit, by also having a rad gut. It's also so much easier. Like the the levels that girls have to go through to look good yeah. to go out are way higher than dudes. And it's like you barely have to do shit as a guy. Meet the other gender halfway. When I've had to go to a party in which I had to wear a suit. I still only spent a half an hour getting ready. That included ironing the entire suit, taking a shower, combing my hair, whatever I have to do to my face, which is little. Total half an hour. That is still probably half as long as your average woman spends just to go to work every day. Yeah. Their hair, a whole thing. So, yeah, there's really no... When I see someone who looks like shit... I think they're dumb. Yeah, get a decent thing of pomade and run that shit through your hair with a comb. Then boom, you're not wearing a hat. Or even get a decent haircut. You don't even have to fuck with that shit. Yeah. If you get a good haircut, you don't even have to put shit in your hair. Yeah, there's like a few a few easy things you can do. And it's like, well, and then you get used to it, though. We're about to have a problem with the next one. Number uh, 10. Okay. On that note, don't wear cut-off jorts. 
Uh, cutoff jorts seems redundant. Jorts are jean shorts, so they're not cutoff jorts. They're just jorts. That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, but I am going... I Okay. I th- I tweeted this today. No one, hold on at the end. Yeah, this is a real this is a real goddamn life, and no one with a gentleman's <laughs> lifestyle should be seen in public in in cut off shorts. Um, I think it depends. I've seen a decent look where you, where you do you do a jort with like an Oxford. That's kind of a yeah. fun Hamptonsy vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a and a polo even. Yeah, polo. I would. I don't like polo shirts, but. Also, I tweeted this today. The fact that we discussed this, that shorts aren't half the price of pants, yeah. is an injustice. I love that sometimes, just because the shorts trendy, it's like $30 more than a pair of pants. You're like, hold on. Yeah. Half the fabric here. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not even going to be wearing this for most of the year. That I cannot, I can't intellectually get myself to buy shorts. Yeah, yeah. Because there are two, expe- they're like, a pair of, if a pair of pants is a hundred dollars shorts will be oh no okay okay let's say a a place where you'd buy shorts like the gap if the pants are sixty dollars the shorts are 40 which they should be 30 yeah they should really be 25 sure yeah this is bullshit (laughs) so that's the main reason and i find shorts generally are cut too wide so they feel boxy and i don't like that look whereas cut off pants are narrower i think that's a better look they make my legs look less skinny the near, yeah, the boxy, sh- super short. It looks like that's like, too preppy. It's a preppy, and also like if they're jeans, it looks like you should just have like a piece of straw coming. Oh out yeah, that's of your mouth weird. Yeah, like, that's I just got off the Greyhound from yeah. Alabama. Yeah, you're on your way to Daisy Duke World, yeah. which is not acceptable. But yeah, I think depending on how you wear them, like you, I mean, I've seen pictures of like the proper ways to wear shorts, and the difference is is very dramatic. Right. If you even Google that, maybe like the sartorialists and people like that mm-hmm. show the proper way to wear shorts. If they're like right above the knee, right. makes a big difference than between below. It's the difference between adult and then teenage skin. Never below the knee. Yeah, right above the knee and then slim fitting yeah. is important. Yeah. And it can actually look pretty good. I've seen like GQ articles that are like, if you wear shorts like this, you'll you'll look just as manly as slacks and it's summer, it's comfortable. Some people no cuff them. They it. do a very small cuff on a cutoff jean. That can look yeah. a little something. And then, they yeah. sell them like that too, where they're like, yeah. they kind of stitch it. Buying in. cutoff jeans feels like the dumbest. <laughs> yeah. That's some real urban outfitter shit. That feels like the dumbest. Levi's does it too. So I'm going to call this one a tie. I mean, they can look like total shit, but I, sure, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Number yeah. 11. Making fun of a girl uh, for having... We're going to get a little mad at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. Making fun of a girl for having cliche tattoos, particularly if you have tattoos yourself. Like if growing wings, learning to fly, or whatever written on the inner wrist in the form of an of an infinity symbol is worthy of scorn, so are your cornball turn of the century carnival tattoos of swallows and anchors and strongmen lifting up old fashioned dumbbells <laughs> or whatever men are into these days. Modern gentlemen don't judge tattoos except for their own. Now she cites anchors, which you have. I do. I have an anchor with a life raft around it, and it says SS friendship. I have the nineties. Uh, cliche equivalent of the anchor, which is a, which are stars. Yeah. So even I don't think both of those things are even general. Like, there's no decade. They're just 
Well, tattoos tattoos became much more popular in the 90s, and that was one of the first things that happened. So it felt like a trend. And it's one of the easiest things to get because it it's not affiliated with anything. Yeah. Like even an anchor is affiliated with you know, the sea and ships and stuff. Right. A star was just like, I mean, even they, they called them nautical stars. They weren't not. I mean, no one was <laughs> like, oh, so you're a way, you know, you're, you're a seafaring man. Like they were just yeah. an easy thing to get that looked cool. Uh, but yeah, you make also making fun of tattoos is mean because they are hard to get off. It's a yeah. real. I mean, I used to do that to my friends as a joke. Like when my friend would get a tattoo, I'd be like, "So you're into that?" And just get to give them a hard time, knowing they couldn't get rid of it. Yeah, most tattoos are like, you know, they're they're kind of ridiculous on some level, especially yeah. when people like if it looks serious and people go, "Well, here's the story behind mm-hmm, it," and then mm-hmm, they get, then mm-hmm. it becomes even more ridiculous it's either like you get them and then you just don't talk about it. you're just like no i got it. it's fun it's i like it yeah and then you move on yeah um the only ones i still will make fun of is if you get a lower back tattoo when you're an adult strange yeah then it's like okay we got to make fun of that that's pretty but strange if you got it when you were you know 16 17 18 and you're 28 30 32 now it's like fine whatever you know we all it was the 90s a lot of people ended up with tribal <laughs> tattoos where you're like, ooh, Jesus. Yeah. And then there was a lot of lower back, you know, whatever they call them, tramp stamps. But, yeah. Um, another one I have trouble with is people that get, whether it's male or female or whatever, people that get script tattoos, uh-huh. whether it's like quotes or passages from something when they're like not even 23 yet. <laughs> because you're like, how do you know that you believe that and you're going to... That's yeah. going to apply to your life forever. You don't know anything yet. Yeah, people are getting tattoos. So many more tattoos so much younger. It really is increasing the level, of, the mistake level. Yeah. I Like, I don't even like, oh, you're, you're young. You won't be able to get a job. I don't think that's the problem anymore. It's that... Uh, Depends on where. If you're getting them on your, like, wrists and your neck, it's like... There's so much less of a stigma, but at the same time, it just seems less fun. I was talking to uh, someone who's 22, and she was like, I want to get, like, a sleeve. And I was like, honestly... I'm not telling you, like, don't get a sleeve because, like, oh, you won't be able to work. It's, like, you're kind of ruining the fun of getting tattoos. It's kind of fun to, like, get one a year. And yeah. then you have, and then you can see how your t- your tastes are going to change. But when you sleeve it out immediately, you you, you, you ruin that arm. Not ruin, but you take away that arm as any ever again unless you oh, start yeah. lasering the shit out of it. But I just think it's fun to, like, kind of get them periodically. It's like an activity. Yeah, then you eventually have a sleeve or something. Yeah. Yeah. My barber was complaining about he's like all he's like all these he's like I went to this like he said he went to a nightclub or a bar or something on Hollywood and he's like the Hollywood Boulevard that I would go to in the nineties was like, you know, real deal, like there were people selling crack and like rough looking people and he's like, Now you go there and it's all like everything everyone's like glitzy and going to a nightclub. Yeah. And the tattoos they have are like you know, they're on their arms and wrists and neck, but nowhere else. Oh yeah, they and start it, there. It's just to show off, and it's like you know that's not. He's and he's covered in tattoos, and he's like, he's like, he's like, look at me, man. He's like, I'm covered in tats, and the last ones I got were on my yeah wrists and knuckles and stuff. And he's like, I, and I waited till I was in in my thirties. Well, yeah, that's when you realize, like, okay, the rest of my life, I think I'll still be doing this. <laughs> I yeah. can, I can you get start, it. You know, they're hidden and they're for you instead of like. I'm showing off. Look, I'm tough. I got this. My third tattoo ever is a neck tattoo. Yeah, it is. It's such a different. I mean, it's interesting. It's such a different thing with tattoos now. It's the stigma is completely different, but still the same. There's still some of it, but 
P- yeah, people are. It's way more aggressive, and they're you know, to go to the Mac. Go to a Mac store. The Genius Bar is tatted out. And with some of the tattoos, it's like, would would you just get the shirt first? <laughs> get a shirt. If there's a shirt exists of what you want to get, yeah, get that first, and wear that for a little bit, and be yeah. like, you know what? I still think this should be permanently put on my body. Then do it. Yeah. Number twelve, and in a similar vein to the tattoo thing. Uh, modern gentlemen do not make judgments about the personal style of women that have nothing to do with them. They aren't making memes about how girls don't need makeup to be beautiful or whatever tired statement no one asked <laughs> for you uh, to feel compelled to make. They have their personal preferences, and no one is forcing them to be with a girl whose style they don't like, but they have better things to do with their time than tell random girls what their interests, what, what their interests in banging. Um, or interested in being sorry, yeah. Don't I've I've hung out with girls whose like style I didn't like necessarily, but it's none of my fucking business. Like you don't if the clothes are not. I will you I I will say this. I use women's clothing style to gauge whether or not we'll have similar interests. Right. But that's certainly not the predominant reason. I like after you know them for a while, that's like entry level. That's maybe like the first thing that makes you want to go talk to somebody. Also, criticizing... I take criticizing taste really seriously, actually. Because taste is... All all taste is personal. Taste is art. A lot of people ask me... They're like, hey, Kevin, what do you think of this art? What do you think of this artist? What do you think of this thing? They want my take on it. And I am always really, really careful. Because a lot of it, I fucking hate. Right, right, right. But I don't want to criticize someone's taste. Because a lot of times, it's something they bought. Or something they really like. And who the hell am I? My taste is specific. I don't think that that I'm like... (laughs) But this just has to do with like ju- making judgments in the same way you're judging like if you judged a tattoo of a girl yeah. you do know. But this is she's saying like a gentleman wouldn't like generalize like or tell women what they need. Like, you know, I don't think women need to wear as much makeup. It's like, oh, first yeah. First of all, who are you? To, you're, first of all, you're a dude. <laughs> so don't tell us how much makeup we need to wear. And if that's your personal preference. Some girls like to wear makeup, and it has yeah. nothing to do with you. So yeah. fucking leave us alone. Yeah. Our friend April Richardson, her putting the makeup thing she does is like her hobby. Yeah, yeah. She just likes doing cool things to her face. Yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I, I've learned this only recently, probably in the last few years. Like, other people's lives are none of your fucking business. <laughs> and, like, you don't – they don't need your help. They're totally fine. They yeah. literally, unless they ask you for your opinion or ask you for your help, like, hey, what do you think of this? They fully don't need it. They're totally taking care of themselves and are totally fine and will continue to be fine without your fucking input. Right. Like, dude, like, the, and the time you spend giving them input, you're probably only saying that because it's some shit you lack in your own life and you want them to return the favor or you want to hide the fact that you lack this ability in some way. Uh-huh. You're like, you know what you should do? You should pay all your bills on time. Meanwhile, you just have the fucking, like, all your bills have red lettering on the outside of the envelope. Right, right, right. It's just some bullshit that you probably right haven't. At the point where the envelopes are red. Yeah. <laughs> you get a pink, we've all gotten a pink gas company envelope. Right. Like, that's oh, some shit. Usually, so it's some shit you lack, and it's on your mind. So you see it in someone else, and you're like, hey, you know, you don't need to do that. Shut up. Yeah. Maybe they want to. That's the thing. When you say someone doesn't need to do that, you're ignoring the notion that they may just want to. It may like be something they enjoy doing. And don't criticize someone they something they enjoy doing. It's it's annoying. You're being annoying. Like, guys will say this stuff after that after it's become a part of the conversation. Where yeah. it's like, 
do girls need to wear a lot of makeup? And then guys are like, you know what, man? I totally agree. It's like, well, why weren't you saying that when no one was saying I wonder if that's a thing guys have trained themselves to say because it makes them seem less superficial. It, it makes it, It's a thing you can say to be like, I'm not part of the structure that tells women they're not pretty enough. I mean, yeah, maybe. And to defend guys real fast, sometimes it's like there's so much out there with like what you can and can't say and what's offensive and what's not. I think some dudes just err on the side of like, I'm not, like some of your tastes are old fashioned where you're right. like, I think a girl looks good when like when she does her hair and puts on makeup and goes out for the night. Um, I think some guys are afraid to say that because they're like, well, what if that's not what modern women are doing? And yeah. maybe I'm controlling if I'm saying that. Some right. guys think that. I go both ways. I think like, I don't, first of all, I don't like when a girl takes too long to get ready because it's like, look, you're pretty enough without having to put on all the makeup. This is a, for a girl I'm like actually dating. I'll say right. this. Because um, some girls you see that go way the fuck out there where you're like, it looks like it took her three hours to get ready. Right. I'm like glad I don't date those girls. I hate being late. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my friend would like... Um, he would either lie to his girlfriend and say, we have to be here at this hour. Yeah. Because he knew she would take too long to get ready. Or he'd like set a clock back. But I, I will tell you that I've or done... For, I'm sorry, forwards. So I have passive late. aggressively criticized the amount of time it takes for a person I'm dating to get ready. And in retrospect, I regret it. Because mm-hmm. A, if I had that big of a problem with it, I should have stopped dating that person. If, I, if it's that thing, I feel like if a problem's not a deal breaker, shut up. Right. Like if it's not a if it's not a genuine problem, you're just you're just nip you're just being annoying. You're just being like unnecessary. If you're not willing to actually do something about it and like make it like, hey, this is I hate this, and I don't want unless you cha- stop doing this, I don't want to be with you anymore. Or at unless- least compromise in that like, hey, uh, if if you're gonna take this long to get ready, great, but yeah. please start getting ready earlier. Yeah. Because if if you're late, I'm late, and that's now encroaching on my yeah. Time. But if it's not stuff. something that you're either going to compromise on or change, you're just being mean for no reason. You're just making uh, them feel bad unnecessarily. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, like, this rule is a very, uh, it's a, like, a, it's a tightrope because there's, like, there's a, I mean, as a dude who's just, like, I don't know, my opinion is just what I think, you know, when it yeah. comes to, like, women and how they look, it's, like, it's so subjective because your tastes are your tastes. You like what you like. You don't like. But I mean, you know, generalizing and talking about strangers, obviously you can't do that because um, it is none of your business. Yeah. You're just like, I think women should do more of this. But yeah. I think chicks shouldn't. Dr- I don't like pencil skirts on a girl. I think girls with short hair look like boys. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff is, is none of your business. Um, but at the same time, it's like. You know, you're attracted to what you're attracted to, but yeah. I think there's just like a more gentlemanly way to say it. Yeah. Instead of saying like, chicks don't need. You can yeah. just go like, you know what? I like my I'm more attracted to girls who wear you know a minimal amount of makeup. Yeah. That kind of shit. But also wait till you're asked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't sit there and like. Number you know. thirteen. Sit around after with a smug, full face. Wait, no, sorry. Sit around. I think this is a typo. Sit around with a full face after dinner while everyone else picks the dishes up around them. They are out there with a broom looking sexy as hell in their apron while they lend a hand. This is totally true. Yeah, I always help help with dishes and stuff. That's that's an old school 
Like, all right, we're done eating. The women are going to take the dishes in and do them, and us men yeah. are going to sit around and talk about cigars. I feel like fuck. that's only appropriate if you cooked all the food. Yeah, I mean, growing up, my parents always cooked together. Yeah. And they would, like, you know. Clean up together. Yeah, they would do. I remember I was. I help with it. If, whenever I go, if it's during the holidays or stuff, I'm, I'm always, like, because I'm fucking younger than my family. They're older people. Right. And I'm like, you're not going to be walking back and forth. Yeah. I'll carry shit. I can yeah. do it faster than you. Also, what I think just as a sitting down and doing nothing while other people do something is fucking weird. <laughs> like, you're literally like, every, there's like a hive of activity and you're just in the middle like, Bleh. Yeah, I'm a sloth. <laughs> like, it's dumb. Yeah. I will say this. The one time, uh, it was like a Thanksgiving and a girl I was hanging out with was making something for a party she had to go to and I was helping her. I was like cutting... She had to make stuffing. I was cutting the bread. Yeah. And I was just being helpful. I didn't have to help her, but I was like, I wanted to hang out with her, so I was being helpful. Right. And I was just like sitting there. I was like dutifully cutting bread. And I don't know where she just like laid one on me because I think I probably looked cool trying to yeah. be helpful. And it was one of it was the nicest she'd ever been to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, like, and I was like, oh, and I, I, I've always remembered that just as like a, oh, I was just... I was just doing what I thought was like a nice thing to do, and I was like trying to do a good job, so I probably looked like I was trying hard. I just think a gentleman like shouldn't make anyone really feel like a servant. Yeah, way. like whether for it's real women. Like if I go to a restaurant, I am uncomfortable if I'm asking too much of anyone to do anything. For like real, the servers and stuff. Oh, can you? And I'm just yeah. like, no. Ask for mustard. You got to ask for all the extra things you want. While you order, right, right, you can't be like, oh, and by the way, can I get no? That's I get it. uncomfortable if I'm on a set, uh-huh. and like people are, you know, like grips and whoever, like lifting and carrying stuff, and like sometimes you're looking at someone do something and they're having some trouble, yeah, and like on more than one occasion I've gone over and been like, hey, do you need some help? Yeah, just because like I come from that that kind of background, and what you don't realize is you're about to violate several union ro- laws. Yeah, I've had someone once on a commercial set was like, hey, hey, man, you know they they that's like that's their job. Just let them. Yeah, and also like if you get hurt doing it, it f- everyone's fucked. I know, and you just but sometimes it's like someone's carrying a bunch of shit and they're trying to open a door, and you want to be like. I'm literally right here. I can just open this door. Yeah. Oh, I, I it worked yesterday. They offered to bring me lunch, and I said no. Yeah. Because the, the where the lunch was was not near the trailers, and they were like, "Hey, you want us to?" Bring? I was like, "Ah, no, no, no." Like I just, yeah. I don't know. It feels weird. Like I was at the ice house last week, and I was standing like right outside the door, mm-hmm. and just waiting for the comic to get off to go on. And like the servers are coming in with trays full of drinks, and normally the the girl work the hostess will open the door or they'll do it on their own. But I'm, a couple of times, I'm like, I'm standing right here. Right. She'll have less trouble if I do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. Just in general, you should be like holding doors open for people. For humans. This isn't a man-woman thing. Hold yeah. doors open. Uh, number 14, drop... A gentleman doesn't drop names. Knowing someone more important than you in any capacity only proves that you are less important. I am a victim of this. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do it again. I'm trying to do it less. Yeah. But it happens. <laughs> Sometimes you're ha- proud of the fact that you are a pl- at a place in your life to where you know people that are cool. Right. Sometimes and, it fits the story. Because if yeah. you're telling the story about like, oh, guys, you should have, there's this dude that like got really drunk at this party and he jumped off the second floor bank balcony into this infinity pool. And immediately you're like, okay, whoa, 
That sounds like a really nice place. Where the <laughs> fuck were you? Yeah. In that sense, it's like you might as well say the guy's name. Yeah. Because then I, it just it 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 gives a description. Someone busted me once for name dropping Mark Marin, oh, and they funny. were like, "Oh, Mark Marin," and I was like, "Hey, uh, that dude's my friend. Yeah. I'm a fucking comic." And I'm not going to, like, or, like, I'd say someone busted me once for, like, uh, name-dropping Neil Brennan. And I was like, dude, this is my, uh, we are actual, this isn't. Does name-dropping count if it's someone who's in the same field as you? Yeah, I think so. Clearly you know each other. Yeah, but think about it from, like, okay, an actor at my level versus, like, name-dropping an actual celebrity. We're in the same field. We're in different universes. But if I'm, like, Brad Pitt, like, I've never met him, but if I was like, yeah, Brad was doing this, and I, you know. yeah. But the comedy universe is way smaller than that. But not to, not to out people that aren't in it. You know, Mark Maron and Neil are big names, you right, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, w- saying, like, oh, I was at Mark Maron's house or I was talking to Mark Maron. Someone was like, oh, I was talking to Mark Maron. I was like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I was fucking. Funny. Yeah, like, they busted me on it. So I think there is, you, you to a certain degree, you don't want to apologize for yourself too much. But yeah, you also don't want to be constantly name dropping and sounding like a, you know, you don't want to, there's no, need to try to impress people outside of if you if you work hard and have legitimate skills you don't have to name drop you don't have to you're you're good at what you do name dropping is is there's something about it that says i'm less than so i need to let you know who i know because i'm not enough yeah and look how important i am because my friends are important yeah like that's 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 the lame thing especially if if it doesn't if it doesn't like it doesn't contribute to the story yeah you know what i mean yeah Actors like, are. Oh, yeah, I was totally at Starbucks with Tom Cruise the other day, and then, <laughs> then we got some drinks and left. Anyway, yeah. and you're like, wait, what is? Why did his name have anything to do with that? Yeah, no, it's unnecessary. It falls under. It falls under the tent of keep your mouth shut. Number fifteen. Give out business cards in a romantic context. What? No one needs to know that you are a senior accounts manager in order to be interested in your D. It's a try hard move. I really like this. Uh, this little. It's a try hard move. Yeah. I'd never heard that. Try hard. Yeah, it's He's a try hard. It's a try hard move. Yeah. I uh, uh same uh woman I, I helped with the food thing mm. told me about a guy that tried to hit on her and was like, "I'll send a car." <laughs> he was like, wow. "I he was like, I I can send my I, he basically was like, "I have a car because of my job and I can send a car for you." And she was like, "Did you and she was clowning him super hard like, "Did you just say you'll send a car?" Right. Like, do, "Oh, you needed me to know you have a car." Like it's it and it's almost like inadvertently insulting to the person you're trying to hit on where you're like you're superficial so you want to know this you want to know I'm a I have money that I'm a senior accounts manager like right it makes you it makes the person you're giving it to think you think they're superficial and so you're almost like in a weird way inadvertently insulting hey, them. you'll be impressed by this by my bank account yeah want to try my Rolex like it's just some like shitty it makes right. you know. Hey, why aren't you putting out? You tried on my Rolex. That didn't get you off. Yeah, it's like She's name like, dropping. Well, if if you live on a fancy street, if you're like you know on on Park on Park Avenue or some shit. Yeah, it's like that. I imagine this happens a lot more in New York than in L.A. Yeah, maybe. Famous people don't need business cards, and if you're an actor and you're not famous, having a business card that says actor. Who the fuck gives out a business card anymore? I don't know. Yeah, it seems, but actually, I think it's a little cooler than hey, take out your phone. That thing. Having a business card is sort of cool. I occasionally get asked for them, and I don't have them. Yeah, me too. I'm going to get some made that are like like kind of promotional business, you know what I yeah. mean? Where it's like, yeah, there's my information, but there's also like a picture of our podcast cover, and then, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. 
Uh, number 16. Make connections with strangers on LinkedIn. Step up your LinkedIn game because the gentlemen are out here showing you up with their impeccable networking skills. Is this saying you can't use LinkedIn? First of all, I've never once responded to a LinkedIn email. It feels like a cult to me. I don't get it. I think it's some like actual business people shit that I don't understand. But yeah, I don't I don't know what LinkedIn yeah, I does. Yeah, it's for it's for it's for business people It's just creating a business network, which I have it's the comedy. Equi- it's uh, the comedian equivalent is smoking pot at a party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Having lots of weed on you as a comic is is being on LinkedIn. I guess so. I don't know anything about it. I've I, I whenever I get a LinkedIn email, I have the same feeling as when I get poked on Facebook or asked to uh, contribute to someone's farm bill or some bullshit. Yeah, it's like I signed up for Groupon years ago, and then I just occasionally yeah. get Groupon like, "Hey, deals in your area." Oh, occasionally. I, I view LinkedIn invitations on the same. I go, yeah. oh, here's this email that I'm immediately deleting. Yeah, I've never read it. So that I can't seems even, obvious. I can't even offer a comment on it. Well, yeah, it seems completely unpersonal and dumb. Oh, this next one makes me so happy. Number 17. Do you want to read the, it? The last thing on the list of 17 things that a modern gentleman would never do is, let me read it here. <sighs> let the fact that they own a cell phone stop them from investing in a good watch. Fuck yeah, Chelsea. <laughs> God damn it, I like you. <laughs> Damn it, I like you so much! The cruel hands of society have made it so that men's avenues in an accessory-related expression are limited. But a good timepiece is one of the most important aesthetic investments a man can make, and cell phones should not stop that. Mm. Besides, checking the time on your watch is the ultimate subtle, classy move. Who would want to miss out on that free opportunity for sex appeal? Oh! Kevin oh. had an orgasm. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. I'll do a separate ep just on this one. God damn it. Just on that. that oh, Chelsea. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't own a watch right now. Right now, I'm wearing a Fitbit that has a... Does it have time? It has a time on it, yeah. Um, when I can afford a cool watch, I'm going to get one. I'm not one of those guys that's done with the watch thing. No. I have a phone... But I still think... And if the mystery satellite breaks and the battery goes dead, guess what you don't have? The time. Right. Guess what I still have? The, the time. time. Yeah. Bang! Um, I check them against each other. I cross-reference. I make sure they're accurate. I yeah. use the world clock function to make sure my wristwatches aren't losing time so when, I know when I need to get them serviced. But have a fucking watch. Makes yeah, you I, look I mean, like someone who cares about time. Like I'm, I haven't worn a watch in a little while, and I miss it. I miss like... Well, you had that cool Mickey Mouse one. I still have that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. A watch looks cool. Yeah. Oh, she's so right. So right. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it's an opportunity to show you have taste. It's like having. A- no matter the cost, by the way. No matter the cost. Right. There are. I've been looking. I've actually been looking at a lot more watches lately that are less expensive than the stuff I used to be into. Uh-huh. There's so many fucking cool watches out there. That are not super expensive that I look want cool. A cool watch that looks classy and nice that's in the low hundreds, like a hundred between a hundred and two hundred dollars. What you're looking for is a Waltham or an old Hamilton. <laughs> you get a vintage American made watch from the fifties, you can find those for not a lot of money. The dude, vintagetime.com guy's got omegas for three, four hundred bucks. So that's already too much. Okay. Save up for twice as long. But no, you can also get there are watches in that range. Swatch just put out a really cool watch. Something it has a number in it, but it's like two hundred bucks. It's really it's mechanical. 
It's really interesting. The key to me is a mechanical movement. Yeah. Because that's actually, I think, as long as you keep it running, more dependable. Because it's not, it doesn't have a battery. So the battery can just randomly die on you at any point. And while a battery's dying, the watch slows down. Oh, like, yeah. it's not. So all of a sudden, you go look at your watch. You're like, oh, it's wrong. Yeah. That's bullshit. But yeah, there are tons. If you just look and you look at old, old Timexes have mechanical movements, like old Timexes from the 50s and 60s. They'll last a long time. Those are in the hundred to two hundred dollar ranges. There's lots of watches out there to buy, right? And they look classic. They look like an old, you know, they look like a simple watch, which like a simple dial and you know hands. They're dope. No excuse for not looking cool with this one. Good list. Good list again, Chelsea Fagan. Her articles are good too. I don't think I've read them. I'm actually this episode as it's airing. I'm in the city of New York. Oh, then you need to go to uh, what's it called? Grand Central Station. There is a watch guy in the Grand Central Market area. I've never found him. I guess he's kind of hard to find. I've also only been to that place once, yeah. but he has super dope watches. Oh wow! Okay. New York's a fantastic place to buy watches. The pro- trouble is, it's actually a little more expensive there because the people have more money. And the, the, wall, the Wall Street guys completely throw off the cost of watches in New York because they can afford to They're go like, crazy. I don't want to know the price. Just put it on the card. Yeah, they just, you know, yeah. they, they can afford to spend more because they have more. Bitches. But yeah. All right, let's do, uh, let's do part two of this. Okay. Uh, this is uh, just a, an article we found on GQmagazine.co.uk. British uh, GQ. The 14, the fuck kind of title? The 14 LC colon M <laughs> trends? What? Yeah, whatever. Trends no, you dude. need to know for next season. This is some false shit. Yeah. And it's just about, I don't know, maybe 14 different things. Yeah. Uh, that are coming out this fall that apparently are going to be cool according to fashion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number one, slim slacks are back. I uh, support this. As a man who is old, I'm 37, yeah. uh, I have started to want to wear pants as opposed to jeans. And I love a high water, I love a high water pant, mm-hmm. and I like them slim. I like a slim high water pant. So I agree with this. I hope there are way more options available that are inexpensive. But yeah, uh, I, I like, because jeans, cool jeans also, have become so prevalent that I like just an, a different option. And since I'm a lot older than you, right. jeans have started to feel not nice enough, even in a casual setting. Like, just to go to dinner with someone, I don't want to wear jeans. I want to wear pants. Right. I just... And I think you actually have a lot more shoe options when you wear pants than opposed to jeans. You can wear dress shoes. But if shoes. you're going to fuck around with high water, you got to make sure that you do have cool shoes. Yeah. Because you're showing and, off the shoes. And the socks. Can't yeah. you wear any socks. That's that, that's why I love high water pants. It's an opportunity to fucking show off your shoes and wear yeah. cool socks. You got to wear socks that pop. Yeah. Because uh, apparently it says... What does it say here? The looser trousers that have been filtering through for the past few seasons. Well, designers called an end to that trend. <laughs> 60 stovepipe slacks are the way forward. Cropped around the ankle and worn with bigger, bulkier layers on top. For style inspiration, look at the Beatles circa 1964. Yeah, for style. That's going to give you a little inspiration thing. For style inspiration, look at uh, Kevin Christie on Masters of Sex. uh, (laughs) That's where all this is coming from. Uh, Number Uh, two is the color green, which I am fucking for, too. I love, like, olive and forest green. Forest green. Solid. Uh, You know what the trademark... uh, Forest green is the trademark color of Rolex. So that's exciting. So this is a quick little paragraph here. Let's read this. Uh, 
In the absence of greenery on the streets during the colder months, designers are stepping in this season. Dark, leafy greens were seen all over the catwalks, a shade that is ludicrously easy to wear no matter what your style. While we love the head-to-toe tailored looks that mix a variety of shades, an easy way to try this trend is by mixing one standout item in the color of your wardrobe. I'm sorry, uh, mixing one standout item in the color into your wardrobe. Yeah. For example, a bomber jacket as seen on Matthew Miller, I guess. Yeah. Matthew Miller's a one. cool bomber jacket, which, by the way, you can get an army surplus store for like 40 bucks. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, even those like army jackets. Yeah. You can get those at a surplus store for mm-hmm. real cheap. Those go with, fuck, dude, a green army jacket, uh, invaluable. a white t-shirt, jeans, and boots. Yeah, done. Li- you could literally wear that every day. No one would yep. have a problem with it. Yep. No, green is green is a fucking fantastic color. It says fall. I'm gonna. I know for a fact. I'm gonna be looking for a chunky green cardigan. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. So that's a good one. Ooh, I can start wearing my green. Banana Republic Heritage cardigan that I got See? four fucking years ago. That when I start wearing, people go, "Oh, did you just get that?" Yeah. Oh no, motherfucker. God, I, I wish it. it was cold. Uh, the next one is Mankits. Ridiculous. It's a. Uh, it says yes. Honestly, almost exactly a year ago, we wrote that we'd be seeing more and more men on the street sporting extra large pashmina-like sw- oh, swathes of fabric around their necks. We christen this cape scarf hybrid the Manket. Now, twelve months later, we've seen them make. The leap from the street to the shows, most prominently at Burberry Prorsum. Yeah, this is not going to stick. This is ridiculous. This is, yeah, one of those things that is like a super seasonal, one year, hey, this is like an awesome trend. Yeah. Do not fall for it. Unless you have a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And that's how you kind of show off just by buying the latest trend. Fucking go ahead, man. These kind of things you will actually see only at other fashion shows. When yeah. people who work in fashion are going to a show, they know they're going to be photographed. But the, again, this is their... I, 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 like, I kind of like this stuff because it falls under the like heading of just kind of art. Whereas like, yeah. I look at good fashion design as art and these people, like, you know, when they're kind of... They kind of put themselves together like a little art object and then, yeah, they look. It looks cool, but it's not. It's, it couldn't be less functional. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like having a jacket with no sleeves. Yeah, and you can't zip it up, and you just have to hold it all the time. It's a fucking blanket. Yeah, like no thanks. The next one says, "Invest in a raglan sleeve raincoat." No, don't know what that even <laughs> means. No, and just looking at the pictures, it looks like it costs three thousand dollars. Okay, let's see what raglan sleeve. This coming season, outerwear is less structured. With sharp shoulders giving way to raglan sleeves, that's where the shoulder seam run diagonally from your armpit to your neck. Still don't know what that means. Yeah. The shoulder seam run... Oh, instead of like a like an L, like a 90 degree thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. It, just, it drops down. Wow, that's specific. Jesus. Yeah. That kind of makes you... Yeah. I mean, yeah. you have to... It sounds like you have to already have broad shoulders... To not look like a total wimp. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, unless your shoulders are doing some work for you, you're going to look like you're sick. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one where style-wise, it seems like in a year or two, no one will be wearing it. So it's like, oh, remember that thing that was cool for four months? And yeah. then you've wasted a bunch of money. I don't think anyone even knows what that is off the bat. They're like, wait, what's a raglan sleeve? And then they look like, oh, yeah, okay. Right, right. Next is see everything in black and white. One of the biggest surprises this season was seeing a whole host of designers famed for their co- love of color swing to the opposite end of the spectrum. For Tom Ford uh, to E. Touts, all black outfits were prolific on the catwalks, but 
livened up with the trims and monochromatic patterns. I am wearing all black probably five days a week. Yeah, this is one of those trends that every few years it comes swinging back around where it's like, hey, black and white, super simple, yep. always been popular, comes back, goes away, then bright colors are in just because that's the way it works. Yep. Um, that's the thing that's not bad to invest in because if you, I mean, if you have a black and white cardigan or sweater or a jacket or whatever the fuck, it'll always be in style. Yeah. Always, always, always. No, I wear a lot of all black lately and i don't know i i don't i kind of want my i don't know what it is but i feel like i want my clothes just to be plainer like i'm done trying to impress like get noticed by virtue of wearing something interesting yeah just like here here's look i have a brain and i'm wearing all black and And sometimes when uh, when you're like i don't feel like it Mm -hmm. like i don't it's just you put on all black all black is a way when you don't feel like it to still look acceptable yeah yeah just make sure the clothes fit the next one's a little weird. Orange is the new black. Apparently, orange is going to be a thing. I'm unable to skip ahead. The bold color to make an impression this season was orange. Full looks in the color were rare, uh, but occasionally bursts cropped up across the board. Our favorite way to wear it came across uh, uh, came courtesy of Hardy a- Amy's, uh, who paired up amber with chinos. Um, look. Orange is I love orange is my favorite color to look at, not wear. I small doses. <laughs> it's weird because if you say you wear a lot of black and you throw in some orange, it's like you, now you're dressed like Halloween. Straight up pumpkin. That's not. Yeah. You have to wear if you wear a lot of light colors anyway, then you can do orange. Yeah. Like orange and gray look great together. Yeah. There's a picture of a dude here. He's got an orange orange pants. They're like a burnt orange, or they're muted, and he has like a a gray blazer it yeah. looks good yeah that does look good even like a, a certain blues all orange you look like a break dancer or you look it's kill bill like i know hers is yellow but still you look like kung fu yeah it's really fucking hard to pull off you look like a raver it's really hard to pull the off. next one is dumb uh big boxy bags apparently okay why <laughs> good news for the gym obsessed and hoarders next season hand luggage is oversized and overtly practical just think how much you can stuff into one of these big leather bags and still look smart. I'm looking at the picture. It just looks like you're carrying luggage all the time. Yeah, why would you want... And these bags look like they cost a fucking fortune. I know. I don't want to carry around anything heavy. Ever. Yeah, I carry around like my my like messenger bag, basically. Yeah. It's like... In a, I mean, what kind of shit are you carrying around town where you need like daily luggage bags you're asking to get mugged it looks like you can't fight because you're all wrapped up and having a huge bag and none of these ones have shoulder straps no nope. so you can't just oh i'm gonna throw it around my shoulder because i'm tired of fucking carrying well it. they're not showing them but a lot of these bags do come with a shoulder strap that you can attach but these dudes are holding them because they were on the runway but yeah this there's is no way that one on the left has a shoulder strap that's a straight up fucking duffel but that's yeah like, no dumb not good yeah that's another like I mean, if you already have a bag yeah. and you can carry everything in it, there's no need to upgrade. And you're essentially going like, oh, now I can carry more shit that I will not use every day. Yeah. Like I, I had a bigger bag a few years ago and I was like, I need a smaller one because I don't need to fucking carry all the stuff. You're just asking and to hurt your back. And then you remove some shit and then you forget you were ever taking it everywhere. Yeah. Back pain. Downsize. Be efficient. Uh, next one says protect your neck. And apparently we're supposed to wear turtlenecks. <laughs> Wow. I love that every like two years, 
Someone tries to bring back turtlenecks, dude. It's and one it of those never things. Never works. Nope, not it's that maybe in Europe, but not here. Yeah, it never fucking works. No. Well, also we live in Los Angeles. They couldn't be less practical. But so yeah, it's funny. just you look, you look silly. It's just I don't know what it is. You look silly. You look non-funk. You're like my neck's cold. It's like well then put on a scarf, dude. Yeah, it's a scarf you can't take off. So funny. No to turtlenecks forever. Yeah, forever. Next Maybe one. when you're 80. Yeah, yeah. Then you have your blood flow is really low and you're cold. Yeah, and then you don't care anyway. Number nine, get down with quilting. <laughs> For those icy winter days when wool just won't cut it, the designers have you protected against the freezing temperatures next season. Downfill jackets were popular on the catwalks. However, unlike the past few seasons, puffas this winter will. Is that how you say it? Puffas, puffas. Yeah. This winter will see a new slimmer cut. Don't worry, they're just as warm in a variety of eye-catching quilting styles and a series of geometric patterns. Uh, you know what? If you're living on the East Coast, maybe this is a fucking awesome idea. Yeah. But on the West Coast, this is just a, a vanity thing. We don't. Yeah, need I mean a light. Like you, those are those light Patagonia ones, but yeah, I guess. Yeah. But the, anything like quilted down yeah no, i mean it's maybe necessary. one fucking day out of the year straight up one day other than that you're like the guy who's wearing a fucking beanie in july it's like yeah. what are you doing the next one is black tie event go for brown no <laughs> you want me to buy a brown tuxedo basically and how about this what you're asking me to do is spend tuxedo money which is exorbitant a good tuxedo is two thousand bucks Right. That I will wear for one season, then it will go back into my closet as a brown tuxedo. Here's the thing, too, is if like all your formal suit stuff is like in the world of blacks, yeah. you got to just start over. Yeah, you can't match all the browns with blacks. Yeah, you got to buy shoes, tie like it's a mess. <coughs> yeah, this is just them having too much brown fabric laying around and needing to sell it. I know, or they're just like you know what people have because how many black suits can you need they're like you know people have it no one's buying it let's switch the colors around yeah remember when white suits were a thing for a while bring it i'm I'm mad at that this get ready to be the to say no to this one gangster yeah felt fedoras how many fedora jokes do we have to fucking make before this thing stops you know what this is this is pharrell's fault yeah this is pharrell's fault let's do a toned down version man big man hats of that fucking weird arby's hat he wears yeah or a fucking Yogi Bear. What I mean, I don't, dude. I don't know where he got that thing. It was from. fine for him, but like, stop trying to make. Why are you gonna take also, some? Also, it's not fine for him because it's ridiculous. It was unique. Here's the thing: when some, when one person does thing something unique and different and stands out when they did it, it's like cool. That doesn't mean we all have to go do it. Yeah. Stupid. Or right. come up with a. I mean, fedoras, dude. Next yeah. one: uh, clean shaven and wet look hair. Uh, they all look like Nazis. Yeah, I guess that beard thing is finally... Uh, no, it's not over. It's only... Oh, the, here's, there are a few things that fashion tries to push that never... go Like wide pants. They tried to bring back wide pants. It didn't stick. We were like, no, we like skinny jeans. And they've been trying to get women to stop wearing Ugg boots for like 15 years, and they're too comfy, and women will stick to wearing Ugg boots. Right. Clean shaven, wet hair. It's too much work. And when your hair looks wet, you look like a ponce. You look like someone who doesn't work hard. Like your hair look, and girls don't want to touch it. Wet, yeah. Wet hair looks a little like it can look creepy. Yeah, uh, all these dudes look creepy. <laughs> yeah, it looks creepy and also looks too like 
it, way too serious and pro- it can look too serious and professional. It looks picture day. The next one's good. Get on board with the biker. Biker jackets. Dean Del Rey style. Why can't I skip forward? This thing will just freeze sometimes. Uh, there's one that's green. It's like the shape of a traditional motorcycle jacket with like the uh, the lapels. It's dark green, which is cool. And then, you know, black one. I, okay, Last I have... Last year, or 2000, I guess, 13. Yeah. Like the, the motorcycle jacket really started coming back. Like I've had mine for a few years and only last year people were like, where'd you get that? Yeah. They're and, cool looking. And I'm like, I've literally worn this for two years every time it's cold. I like a version that doesn't look so motorcycle-y because I don't have a motorcycle. I kind of feel dumb wearing one if I had one. Yeah, some that are the really aggressive looking ones are like, yeah. okay. So I like the suede, like a suede one that doesn't look like that, you know? Yeah. Get on board with a biker cropped outer layer. Yeah. Da, 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 so. But after seasons of colorless baseball jackets, it's now the turn of the biker. Black is always a classic, but if you're going to get ahead of the game, try a color. We saw green, blue, and light tan. See, the thing with, with that, when they tell you like, hey, get a, a leather jacket, but get it in some, you know, uh, offbeat color or whatever. You got to be careful with that shit because they're not cheap and a green leather jacket yeah. or like a fucking light blue one, they're not going to be in style that long. Yeah. So, and that's what's nice about a leather jacket or boots or whatever is that you can buy the one and it will last forever. Yeah. So unless you have the money, don't be like, hey, I'm going to be different because in a year and a half, People are going to go, dude, why are you wearing a fucking red leather jacket? Because it was a thousand bucks. Yeah. Get the black one. You can wear it for fucking ever. Yeah. Or dark brown. The next one I don't understand. It says, not going anywhere. Check suits, baseball jackets, and camouflage. Apparently. Wait, what? (laughs) Men's trends come and go, but some take a little longer to filter than others. The great news is that some of those you put your money on behind last season are set to be going strong in a year's time. In particular, check suits, camouflage, and baseball jackets. All right, camouflage, not really. It's not, as a fashion thing, it's just, it looks accenty, and I find it a little silly. Baseball jackets, fine. That shape is similar to a bomber jacket. It's just a jacket without a collar, really. Yeah. And the cuffs are good. Check suits, I mean, okay. I don't find them to be that this strange fine, looking yeah. to where they go f- super out of style anyways. Camouflage had a weird comeback last year, but it was like, it was camouflage that were like designs. Yeah, again. And you're like, sort of. That feels like Bape, that company Bathing Ape. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, enough. Yeah, camouflage is, uh, I don't know. Did we do it? Is that it? I think that is it. Yeah. So I feel like most of them were cool. Yeah, some of them, that's the thing sometimes with fashion. Like you were saying, not a lot has really changed. No, especially like, not in men's fashion. Yeah, there aren't, like, huge sweeping changes. Every few years, we're just like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, slim-fitting pants, obviously. Like, Red Wing just released a line of uh, new line of boots called the Blacksmith. Yeah. And if you don't own Red Wings, now would be a time to, to yeah. get a pair. They're, like, in four different types of leather. They're pretty simple-looking. They're nice. They'll last forever. Yeah. They look super cool. Yeah. But if you have a pair, it's like, don't go out and get another one they're not just, different enough yeah they're nowhere near different enough yeah. um but yeah i mean the leather jacket thing is good if you don't own a leather jacket i mean get one and then you can stop wearing your older <laughs> shitty ones and no, it'll step up your style game 
Yeah. It really will. If you're wearing like a couple of older kind of rowdy ones that don't do much for you and you're like, hey, I want to own a cool article of clothing. I mean, you can get a like affordable leather jacket for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, a lot of this stuff, you can find things like it at the Army Surplus store. Yeah. And I mean, for leather jackets too, They there's always a good vintage store always has at least eight or ten. Yeah. And they're like, they're already broken in. They look cool. And they're going to be cheaper than like a brand new one. Or just check Dean Del Rey's eBay store. <laughs> right, yeah. Because he's always selling a leather jacket. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there you have it. Be a gentleman and dress bitchin'. Yeah, be a man, dress like a man. Act like a man. Okay. Fake also it walk like a man. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this has been good. Yeah. So, yeah, there you have it. Any Thoughts, comments, questions, concerns. The first list, 17 Things That a Modern Gentleman Would Never Do, was written by uh, Chelsea Fagan and can be found uh, on thoughtcatalog.com. Our second one was uh, 14 Trends You Need to Know for Next Season. That was GQ British, gq.co.uk. Let us know what you thought of these, and um, that's about it. Thank you guys for listening.